The Mind Aware, 323. Well, it starts with you feeling good. So excited to have 15 to 30 minutes of just pure fun right now. This is going to be good. Yay! I love that. <laughs> oh, that sounds nice. I'd like that. I'll mm. get that for myself right now. Be perfect every minute of every day. Never have another drop of sugar. Because I think if you say that to people, everybody's going to freak out. Hi, Dana. It's great to see you. I mean, not see you, but be with you today. <laughs> what I found to be the secret. <laughs> Who doesn't want to be great? I love it. You know, when you're clear, what you choose to show up in your life will and only to the extent that you're clear. That's the amazing capacity of the human mind. Hello, everyone. This is Dana Wild with the Mind Aware, and welcome. Well, in case you didn't notice, for all of our Facebook peeps who've been watching, I have been sitting here giggling with Scott <laughs> and trying to straighten up and talk to you about something very serious, because today's show, it's going to be really, really interesting. You know, it's funny, because many times when you go into a show that's completely an entrepreneurial-type show, you're learning things that are really strategy-oriented or tactical-oriented. And I think, and hopefully you know, now that you're a fan of the Mind Aware for such a long time, that all of those things are well and good and they're a fun playground. But the reality is what really builds our businesses, the truth about fast growth, the truth about how we make money and how abundance flows and how we build our businesses, it has to do with feeling good and allowing more and ease and flow and it has to do with love. And so, interestingly enough, I am here with the author of Big Love, Scott Stabile, and we are going to talk about how to overcome fear, how to move more into love, how to grow your business because you're growing you. Hi, Scott. Welcome to the call. Hi, Dana. I'm very happy to be here. <laughs> yeah, it's so good to have you here. I, I want to start because part of the reason why you caught my eye and I thought, oh my gosh, we have to talk to you and have you on the show is because you have such a powerful story. And so could you kind of lay the foundation for us in this interview and give us a little background? Sure. Well, I mean, when I was 14, I lost my parents. They were shot to death in their market in Detroit. So that was uh, obviously incredibly traumatic, and I mean, it really set the groundwork for the rest of my life in, in many ways, and in, I think in, in so many ways that I, I don't even know. You know, we've, we can make sense of things as much as we can make sense of things, and then we don't even always know the way our experiences have impacted our lives. Um, you know, years after my parents died, my brother, one of my brothers, uh, he died from a heroin overdose. He had been addicted his entire adult life and was 18 years my senior. So the only lens through which I knew my brother was as uh, struggling with heroin addiction. Yeah. Um, so those are some very heavy, obviously, things uh, with my family. As far as my parents, I really buried that experience for my, not even consciously, subconsciously. I think some part of me knew as a teenager that I couldn't face the grief of it. I couldn't really process 
the truth of that grief and that sadness and that rage. So I locked it away and just moved on with my life and had a good cry once a year, locked it away again, had a good cry once a year. And it wasn't until really my early to mid twenties, around 23, when I moved to San Francisco and got a job in this new age bookstore, as they called themselves, new age world gift store, but they had an incredible book section. And all of these books were, focusing on self-help and healing and spirituality and moving through our fears and being real with our pain and all these really important things that for me, I was just being introduced to this world for the first time. And I was just meeting people for the first time who weren't necessarily focused on career as their only goal, but they were focused on, on love and compassion and what happens in our lives when we treat love as our primary goal and how does that impact everything else that we're doing in our lives. And all of this was making a lot of sense to me, you know, as a younger, a 20 something. So my life really started to shift then. It shifted in the way I was showing up. It shifted in the way I I started crying more about my parents and grieving in a more open and, and real way with the experience. And I also, that's when I really started to consider love as my guiding force. And rather than just say, well, I'm going for this. I want to get this job. I want to do all these things, which is also a real, a real part of life. You know, how we approach our career and, and all of that is a real part of life. But I also was like, well, what if I focus on love? Make that my goal. How can I be as loving as possible? How can I show up in my life as loving as possible? And see with that as a primary focus how those other things fell into place, if that makes sense. Oh, I'm totally thinking of it almost like a guiding star. Like if I'm focused on that and that, what do I see along that trail? If I'm on that path, what's on that trail as opposed to others? And I mean, I, I know part of your journey has been building new relationships or understanding of what your brother's going through and also forgiving the murders of your parents and all of this. And I think these are these are almost unfathomable for most of us to understand forgiveness. And so there's so many different bunny trails we could go down here. And part of the reason why I was thinking talking about fear is because really the opposite of love is fear. Yeah, And I want to get more into that, or in my mind, maybe you have a different opinion, so I would like no, to hear yeah. that. But, but before we get to that, how much do you think being able to let go of resentment helped free you to be who you really are in the world? It's huge. I mean, when you speak of forgiveness, um, forgiveness for me is one of the most freeing things that we can do. It's what, for me, it's one of the tougher mandates of love. You know, you have kindness, which I think I look through as the easiest mandate of love. We all know what it's like to give and receive kindness. We can be doing that all the time in our lives. And every time we're doing it, we're operating from the energy of love. Forgiveness is a lot trickier. But it's it, I like that you brought that up because my path to forgiveness, for instance, with the man who killed my parents and to forgiveness always is it's a path of empathy. It's being willing and the word empathy, which we are in desperate need of more empathy in our lives. I think that in, in this world and in this country, certainly, I think that that's something that absolutely serves entrepreneurs in an incredibly powerful way, because the more willing we are to really consider the experiences of the person who's standing in front of us, even if they're angering us or offending us or whatever it is they're doing. If we can take some time to imagine what it's like to walk in their shoes and imagine what their struggle has been like to lead them to the point of this place where they are and remember their humanity and connect with them from that place, 
it's impossible to show up to that conversation with hatred in our hearts. Do you know what I mean? We make ourselves so much more available to the experience of another person when we're willing to rest in empathy. And that is the path to forgiveness and the path to, to, to deeper connection with human beings in general, which all, and if we're looking at that from a business perspective, that will always serve whatever we're doing from a business perspective when we're connecting with others from a deeper place. Yeah, well, and actually, it's kind of like business 101 is understand what your customer is going through. And the the piggyback on what you said, I once remember hearing love described as to truly love someone is just to understand them. And I thought, well, when it comes to that, then it becomes so easy to love. You know, if all you have to do is to understand them and to see life through their eyes and to see life through their perspective, now love isn't this big thing that's reserved for just like one person or one or, you know, five people in your life. Now love becomes something so easy because if you make any of the slightest bit of effort, it's easy to understand people when you look through life at their perspective, you know. So I want to jump cut and talk a little bit about fear because one of the things Scott and I were talking about kind of behind the scenes and privately as we were talking about how fear ends up standing in the way so much for entrepreneurs. For myself, I'm sure I'm projecting here, but but I know that one of the things we teach at The Mind Aware, and certainly what your book speaks to this in a big way, is being able to be out in the world as your authentic, true self. And uh, what I was revealing is that I just I really want to be liked, like there's this innate desire to want to be liked and where fear comes in or where like not wanting to step out too big is, is that blocker of wanting to be liked. And so can you talk a little bit about fear and how it's manifested in your life and how you've overcome it? Absolutely. I mean, I have that wanting to be liked thing too, you know, 100%. Um, I wouldn't say I've overcome fear in that I'm still afraid all the time, but that's, that's the beauty. What I've learned is that I'm not going to suddenly become fearless, that all of these things in the past that I would wait to do until I became less afraid or fearless and felt like I'll do it then, I never became less afraid or fearless. So what I started to understand is that it's not about waiting for fearlessness. It's about recognizing that you can move forward with your fear. You know, Elizabeth Gilbert wrote this book called Big Magic, and she speaks about fear in the framework of creativity. But I think it applies so beautifully to all areas of our lives and certainly to any fear. And it's that whenever she sits down to work on a new creative project, she understands that her fear is going to be coming with her because fear walks hand in hand with creativity, especially if you have any any intention of putting yourself out there creatively. So the conversation she has with her fear is, look, I know you're doing your job. I know this is what you need to do. And I welcome you to come along. But under no circumstance do you get to have the steering wheel in this car. You take the back seat. You don't get a say in where we move creatively, but you get to come along. And that's, I love that example because. I love the back seat. The back seat. Seat. Like our fear is going to come with us no matter what we do. You, you want to be liked. I want to be liked. So I know that when I'm putting myself out there publicly in any way, there's a chance that someone's not going to like what I say. So I'm constantly confronting my fear of being judged, my fear of being condemned, my fear of being misunderstood. But what I've realized is that people are judging all the time anyway, no matter who we are and no matter how we put ourselves out there. So knowing that you're going to be judged for the choices you make, let people judge you for your truth. And and that's that's really what I've come to believe also is that 
I know that when I'm operating from a place of authenticity, I'm going to feel the best I can feel about myself. I'm going to feel the freest in my creativity, the freest in my love. And I know that people are going to judge me anyway. So why not be judged when I'm feeling the best that I can feel and the freest that I can be? Because what we do for others When we operate from that authentic space, we also create a space for others to operate from that authentic space. It's like an invitation we're giving out energetically to other people. And the more we see people, and I find with entrepreneurs, the people I'm most excited about and the times I'm most ready to like jump on board and like check out what a person's doing is when I feel that the person is being themselves and they're operating from this authentic, excited, whatever else space. And I feel like that's what I connect to in business. Be, and, that, and then that's what leads me to look at whatever product or whatever anything else that they're, that they're trying to, to move or pitch. It's the person, you know? Yeah. And I think if yeah. you look at the creatives we respond to, the singers, the actors, we're typically responding to the people who are like, raw like in themselves and moving like rip you know ripping at us in a different way because they're willing to go there themselves yeah absolutely (laughs) comedians too we always find that we laugh at the comedians who are just the most shameless you know just out there just the most absolute shameless and out there you can't help but laugh i have to quote you back to you because i think this is going up on my wallpaper on the computer let people judge you for your truth. How good is that? You should get a bumper sticker company. And you should put that up there because that's so good. It's funny about judging, too. I always kind of have to laugh at myself when I think about people judging me. And I think, oh, my gosh, but I'm the one judging them and calling them judgers. Exactly. You know? And is that any so, different? No, it's all the same. Who's the judger, it's right? the same energy. Yeah. Totally. You know, I'm also wondering with regards to this, because you kind of touched on it here, and maybe we and talk about it a little bit more as you said you know these people who are really fully themselves those are the ones we're attracted to and when you're in that moment of true connectedness with your purpose and your mission and you're on fire and excited and actually side note this is for everybody a side note the synapses and the feelings that you have in your body everything that happens around excitement is exactly the same as fear can't tell the Uh, difference. So you can uh, just start calling it excitement if you want to. And so when you're feeling that way, you don't even notice really that fear is in the back seat anymore. And so I'm wondering, looping back around to this guiding principle of love, I'm wondering if with your goal that you have of being focused on love, if you almost forget that fear is there when that when you're so focused on that. Not necessarily. I mean, it depends. It depends on the context. Like when God you and I, dang I know, it, are you sure? When, I mean, look, when you and I were talking before we went live, and we're just, you know, shooting the blank back and forth. You know, I it's that was for me just love, like in connection. I don't feel afraid in those moments when I'm going live on Facebook or or now that we're interviewing. I would say I'm aware of my fear. I'm aware of that voice that's like wanting me to say the right things and sound really eloquent and smart and whatever and full of wisdom. You know what I mean? Um, But the the difference is it just doesn't stop you anymore. You know that I don't know that I do see most of the time that love is the opposite of fear. I do believe that 99% of the time, but that doesn't always mean when I'm operating from a place of love, when I'm, when we're operating from love, sometimes we're speaking really difficult things We're we're starting conversations with others that really need to be had but that are not easy to have. You know what I'm saying? Sure, so love sure. doesn't love for me doesn't suddenly remove 
anything uncomfortable. Sometimes love is very uncomfortable and operating from like in this society and in this world, I feel like we're being called to speak up against injustice so often because love is calling us to look around and see the people who aren't being taken care of and how can we support them? And that's rarely a comfortable thing. You know, yeah, yeah, well, and I do I do hear what you're saying, too. I don't totally buy into that whole axiom of love is the opposite of fear either. And all of that, it could be that indifference is the opposite of love, too, for we can pick a, a variety yeah. of words that would fit really well there. So you mentioned Facebook. And so I think this might be a good opportunity to talk mm-hmm. about how you've used Facebook groups like you use a group as a space to be able to be more open and more out there and more you. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, I mean, I uh, my Facebook page, I started it about five years ago, and it's been it's been an incredibly powerful and important part of my life. And it is the reason Big Love, my new book exists. I'm certain of it. And part of the experience of, of launching that page and putting my creativity out there and sharing my insecurities and sharing my fears and sharing my story with that community, I've been constantly facing those fears that we talk about, fear of judgment and fear of being liked and fear of being understood. But every day I've been showing up you know, on the page. And and over the course of five years, I think maybe three days I went without posting something on Facebook. And, And I know that that's in part, you know, I'm not always somebody who sticks with things in a consistent way. And I've been incredibly consistent with that page and really showing up for that community, which is also, this is a side note, I think consistency in terms of career and entrepreneurship, consistency is a hugely important part of that journey. You know, putting ourselves out there in a way that is letting others who are choosing to embark on our journey, letting them know that we're there. This is the space that we're embarking on and we are going to be showing up. We're going to be a part of this journey day in and day out. I think that that gives people a lot of comfort in a different way. That's a little yeah. aside. Um, no, but it's true. I don't, I don't think it is a little aside. It's about being reliable. Being you reliable. You know, people, yeah. people want to get behind somebody who's going to be there for them and show up, be invested, maybe is the word I'm looking for in a way, you know, Absolutely. emotionally invested. And you can feel that from you. Like you have emotional investment in what you do. You want to connect and you want to play in that bigger emotional space. So most of my adult life, I had no clue what I wanted to do. And it really wasn't until I started this page and was, you know, looked at, well, what do I want to be writing about? I have this page now. And I thought, well, I'm going to write about the things that are most important to me, things like love and compassion and forgiveness and all of these important driving forces in my life. And people started to tune in because what I realized is these are things that are important to a lot of us, you know, no matter what, no matter where we are in our lives and no matter what business we are called to explore in our lives, however, we're playing in the world of entrepreneurship, Love is important. Compassion is important. You know what I mean? Kindness is important. These things that they matter, period. So they matter to us as human beings in terms of how we show up in the world, but absolutely they matter to us in terms of how we're showing up in our business, in the kind of example we're setting in terms of how we're operating from a business perspective. So, so you know said. what I mean? Always. Yeah, beautiful. beautifully said. I absolutely <laughs> love that. And I want to explore that more with you. Let's do that after the break. For those of you that don't know, we are here on Facebook live every Tuesday and every Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific time. 
If you're listening to this and you're enjoying this, make sure to share us with a friend. Tag them in the comments below because we're going to check in with you right now, Facebook people. I know you're enjoying this as much as I do. And so take this opportunity to go check out Scott's work. You can find him over at, and I'm going to spell it for you, <laughs> Scott Stabil. It's S-C-O-T-T, but that Stabil is spelled S-T-A-B-I-L-E. So it's a little bit like stable, right? Yeah, a little yeah, close, yeah. right? Yeah, All yeah, right. Yeah. So S-T-A-B-I-L-E dot com. Head on over and check him out. Really awesome book. And you can tell like from somebody who has every reason to not be stepping into love in a bigger way. And so what a great teacher on this topic. If you have any questions for Scott, now's the time to give a shout out. I will be right back after this break. And we're going to dig more into putting yourself out there, being front and center on Facebook, because I know so many of us are doing that. You're listening to the Mind Aware Show. I'm Dana Wild, and I'll be right back. What's going on with you? You seem so up all the time, and your business is on fire. What are you doing? I started Train Your Brain You. It's the only program for entrepreneurs that addresses mindset and business growth strategies. The idea behind the program is that when you feel good, you act great, and it's awesome. You can check it out at trainyourbrainu.com, and that's trainyourbrainu, the letter U, dot com. Is it expensive? Seriously, it's like you're a whole different person. It's only a dollar a day, and you get all the latest tools to help you stay positive and grow your business. You would love it. Where do I go again? TrainYourBrainU.com. That's TrainYourBrainU, the letter U, dot com. Check it out today. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Mind Aware Show. We are having we're having a fun day here on the show. We're having a little giggle fest. I have a feeling that everywhere Scott goes is a giggle fest. <laughs> just just a hunch I am. I just let let the old cat out of the bag, as they say. So we've been talking about love and the power of love, and in not only living a good life. But in building your business, in being your authentic you, into being out in the world in a bigger way, the idea that you can be who you truly are. And in fact, when you're truly who you are, you attract the best kind of people. You attract the kind of people who see you at your highest self. One of the best quotes so far is, let people judge you for your truth. When you're connected and in your truth, you're bringing out the best in people and you're connecting with the best. So one of the ways that Scott's been doing that is by being out on Facebook and stepping out into the spotlight in a bigger way and developing that community. So, Scott, let's talk about that a little bit. You talked about getting out on Facebook on a regular basis. And can you share any stories about that? Well, yeah, I'll share a story about how the whole energy around the Facebook page changed. And that was, you know, when I first started the page, it was going to be just a place for positivity. So everything I was posting was very rainbows and puppy dogs sounding like, you know, you are beautiful and life is perfect and beautiful and all that. And it, and my hope was that people would see a post and they'd move on with their day feeling a little lighter. Well, a woman wrote at one point under one of my posts, you know, Scott, not everyone's as happy as you are all the time. Some of us are really struggling out here. And that post was really a wake up call for me in part because I realized well, one, I'm, I'm being misunderstood because I'm really struggling too and I'm moody and I'm sad and I'm all these other things that we all are. But it was also a wake up call to, to go a bit deeper in, in what I was sharing on the page because how would this woman see me as anything but this Pollyanna? 
if that's all that I'm showing her. And, um, and so once I started to share more depth to my full experience, you know, more of my insecurities, more of my fears, more of everything that made me me, the feeling and the energy of the page changed profoundly. I mean, we talked a bit about empathy and that, that's kind of, playing in that realm too, but that when we're willing to allow people to see the full spectrum of who we are and not just share our triumphs and our joys, but also share with them our struggles in those times we were really challenged and how we overcame those challenges or didn't overcome those challenges in the moment, you know, we set ourselves up for a much deeper connection with people. And, yeah. and, and those connections actually support us moving through our fear because when I was talking about fear earlier I do a lot of live videos on Facebook like what you're doing right now and a lot you know I've done hundreds of them over the past couple of years and every single time before I go live I'm confronted with my fear and my nervousness every time before I push that go live button I I have the fear of am I you know am I going to say the right things am I going to be judged am I going to be misunderstood am I going to be liked all those things that we're always dealing with but what I've learned is that it's not that that fear goes away but every time you push that go live button you are saying to your fear one more time I see you and I am not going to let you stop me from doing what I need to do to create the best life possible for myself. And that is a powerful message that we're sending to our fear every time we're moving forward with, yes. with fear, with fear instead of fearlessness. And the other point I want to make is that one thing that's helped me a lot with fear in my life and in my career around writing and creativity is Knowing that things are going to be uncomfortable, I'm always asking myself, how can I make it as comfortable as possible, knowing that it's going to be uncomfortable? And so one example of that could be if you're talking about your business and your entrepreneurship and you have to, you know, pitch your product or do whatever it is you need to do, how can you pay great attention to your comfort within the realm of discomfort so that you you set yourself up to move forward knowing that you're taking care of yourself. I talk a lot about self-care and I think about in the world of entrepreneurship, self-care is so critical because if we're not taking care of ourselves, if we're not considering our comfort, there's a greater likelihood that we're not going to to do that thing we need to do to get our business moving forward. Does that make sense? Yeah, I totally understand where you're coming from. It kind of brings to the point, I've got like so many different ideas of directions we can go here, but the one I was thinking of in particular is I think, and you and I probably were on the cusp of this model coming out, meaning kind of the age range we're in here, where before there used to be this model that you had to have a guru mm -hmm. or you had to, or somebody had to be the expert or they had to be the master. They had to have mastered it. And I think we've seen a shift over the last period of time here. I don't know when it really started where I don't think people are looking for that guru anymore. What they're looking for is somebody who is out there doing it with them and in the mucky muck with them yeah. and more like somebody who can say, like, I know where you're at because I'm out here doing this for me, too, and I'm trying to figure this out, too. I think that we're kind of past that phase. It's maybe a, an idea whose time has gone mm -hmm. of that, that somebody's perfect or has mastered anything yeah. because the reality is I don't think that person ever really existed to begin with, you right, know? exactly. <laughs> and so it's, it is. I totally hear where you're going with this, and I Really, I love it. You're just such a, a joy to talk with. So I would like to hear you speak more about this Facebook page before we say goodbye, because I think that playing with this community has probably really launched your book and kind of what's launched your 
business into the world. And the shift of speaking differently makes a lot of sense to me. How did that happen specifically? Like, let's say somebody is listening to this now and they say, okay, I, I get what you're saying. What would be the first question I could ask myself or the first step I could take to start to let my world know that there's been a shift? Ooh, that's a good question. What would be the first step you Well, I think that that ultimately what you need is a willingness to shift. You know, for me it was that comment the person left and I realized I have more to offer the page than I've been offering. You know what I mean? I have more of myself to offer this community than I've been offering. I've only been showing the positive, quote unquote, without or the light, without showing the darker parts. You know, and I think to speak to what you were saying earlier, when you're saying there's this this thing going on now where we're not we're not necessarily or a lot of us aren't looking for the gurus who know it all and who if they even exist. Do you know what I mean? I think that that's that's really was an understanding is like recognizing I don't know it all. I know that I don't know it all. And now it's time to share with this community the truth that I don't know it all, that I'm messy and that my life is not perfect and that I'm not perfect and I'm not always happy and I'm not always peaceful, you know, and I'm not always nice. (laughs) You know, I'm not always any of these things that you might think I am because that's the only impression of myself I've given you. You know, it's time to share the whole story. But the first step to that is self-exploration. And I think we need that. And I think that self-exploration is always going to serve us and it certainly it it certainly will serve any entrepreneur because again it's like when you're bringing that thing that makes you you to your business you know when you're bringing your you-ness to whatever it is you're trying to promote in the world ultimately I guarantee it's going to be your you-ness that most people are responding to and why they're jumping on board I love that term, your you know, Eunice, because of course I think of the name Eunice, you everybody know. out there named Eunice, it's like, I mean, this is such a good term, I just love this. From Carol God, you remember, yeah, mom, that's what talking I about think. mama? Eunice, <laughs> I know, that's exactly what I think of when you say it. Well, and everything you're saying, like, what's fun about it, because I think, you know, the community that listens to The Mind Aware, we're brain trainers, and so we kind of have a joke where we say, you know, live life for 10 minutes and then ask analyze it for an hour after you do that, right? You know, because so many of us, we are trying more and more to be present and to be aware of like when we have uncomfortable feelings come up or things come up. And what you're speaking to speaks right into that, that when you are aware and when you are present and when you get more real with yourself about what you're experiencing, you don't have to push it away and you don't have to resist it anymore. Now you can actually transform it. Now you can actually move to that real authentic positive place because you're no longer trying to fight or deny that you're angry in that moment or that technology is bumming you out or whatever it is. There's so much energy that goes into denying our experience and that doesn't serve us positively in any way. You know what I mean? Resisting. Resisting everything. It doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. In my, in my experience of life, it hasn't made sense for me. It's really just kept me from being authentic. It's kept me from being focused on what matters to me. You know, it's kept me from making brave choices. I totally feel you. I absolutely love it. Well, I'm enjoying myself, and I definitely want to give you an opportunity for a parting comment here. Any parting advice for our listeners, Scott? 
You know, I just just to know that you are worthy exactly as you are, really, and that nothing you do could make you any less worthy than you are in this moment, or more worthy for that matter. That what what you it growth and change is beautiful and important and we're all working on healing we're all working on being better people and better entrepreneurs and better everything and if you did nothing else from this moment on you are still as worthy as any other human being walking this earth beautiful i absolutely love that thank you so much for being here thank you for having me dana i love love this I have too. I really enjoyed it. And thank you, everybody, for being here. Isn't it nice to talk about this and to think about this and to realize that we are all in this together. We're all on the path and we're doing the best we can. And if you can have love be your guiding force, your North Star, it really makes it easier. But just because love is your guiding star, it doesn't mean that you don't have moments of just real pain or real frustration or real anger. All of that is what we signed up for. But at the end of the day, we're all doing our best to feel better in every moment because you know what? That is the joy of life. That is the opportunity to step into ourselves in a bigger way. Get out there on Facebook. Get out there in your communities. Get out there in the way that is authentically you and be the biggest Eunice that you can be. <laughs> I think we have a whole new we have a whole new line of products coming yeah. up that says I'm a Eunice yeah. or, or something like this. <laughs> and I know that you enjoyed this as much as I did and we will see you next time on The Mind Aware. Well, I don't know if this is the right analogy, but it's like, kind of like being drunk and like you got to get into your house. You know, like, okay, just walk <laughs> up the walkway, you know, one foot in front of the other. Holy free holies, right? Oh, they'll get my smile later. Later they'll think that that crazy lady was smiling at <laughs> You're oh, doing yeah. the dishes and he's playing the banjo. We're talking fresh from your juicer. Each day is a new life we can create. And not looking at your smartphone or thinking about your next meeting, but just listening to people. If you're aware that we own a monkey. Because we're all about joy here at the Mind Aware, right?